Hello, everyone, to episode two of The Embrace. Nice try, Marco. We haven't done this in a while. Well, we've been busy, you know, campaign one and, you know. Why before you buy? And why before you buy, which has been really fun to do, and then trying not to drown because there's a river in our front yards at the moment. And backyards. And backyards. And inside some of our houses. Yeah, inside some of our houses, yeah. <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, Sky's house unfortunately got inundated a little bit. She'll be right. Yeah, but you're alive. That's all that matters. Indeed. Because I fucking... I quite fancy you two a lot. You're good for me. (laughs) (laughs) But let's do do a little recap because it's been a minute. So uh, Peter and Xena are two young adventurous turned politicians that were taken in by the Academy known as the Embrace. The Embrace. The Embrace. The Embrace. <laughs> the embrace has um officers and academies all over the Igiloth Empire, which is where you guys came from. Uh you were sent on your first mission to Faelun to speak to their young King Alfred and his advisor Elic to finalize trade routes and try and take care of a little problem regarding some um mutinous rebels. You didn't really hear much regarding that until you decide to research for yourselves. So you guys went into the city to have a bit of a gander and ended up ended up interjecting with some of the workers down in the I believe it was the East End, where probably probably wrong, but you know we'll find out. You guys were in the East End. <laughs> you guys went into the uh, like the working part of town, mm-hmm. and you crossed paths with a gentleman named Reggie and three other people of his crew. Had a quick chat about why people are rebelling against the king and stuff of the like. Uh, getting closer to the evening when you were due to leave to go home, you guys decided it would be a good idea to try and find two people that looked like you or close to. Not to- our proudest moment, but hey. <laughs> uh, definitely my proudest moment. <laughs> the bar's loading night, folks. Yeah, and um, you guys didn't really succeed, so you gapped it back as fast as you could, mm-hmm. trying to change quickly and hastily as you saw the uh, servants of the castle were loading your stuff into the cart. And unfortunately, you both uh, weren't quick enough to go undetected and Alec noticed. You filled him in saying that unfortunately you guys were attacked due to the state of your robes being torn apart trying to blend in with the workers. Mm-hmm. And maybe you called your bluff, maybe you didn't, we don't know, but... You did leave him with a nice message about him being a dusty anus and he seemingly noticed. <laughs> so that with that, you jumped in the cart, you began to travel uh, home, and with a hit him with the old razzle dazzle. You uh, convinced the old, old razzle the old switcheroo. I believe it was the old pretend to pee and then pretend to get back into the cart trick. Amazingly, which worked. And you guys decided to trek back on foot in the dead of night, going into the morning. And along the way, you found out what exactly was happening to the bandits, which King Alfred so proudly said was being taken care of. And they were strung to trees in large groups, sometimes two, three, four at a time, uh, mutilated with arrows and dismembered up there or on the ground. I'm not really sure, but... It's not looking good as far as that, as you still continue your trek in the late hours of the evening going into the morning. And that's where we are now. So, for 
your mechanics, you have not taken a long rest. So you guys have been up since the early hours of the morning before. You're going late into the evening. So you are not long rested. So you should be at the same stats you were before. I don't believe you guys lost any health, but any spell slots or anything should be gone. Mainly for you, I believe, Zena. Yeah, just for... Yeah, because you're the local clizzard. So as you guys move along and continue your walk back towards uh, the city of Krinhuma, which is where King Alfred and Alec call home, uh, the nightlife is progressing through their natural water without paying much mind to you. The insects creak and, you know, crickets are rubbing their legs and making their little songs and you hear nocturnal animals and birds cawing off in the distance and mm-hmm. it's quite peaceful. At first, you aren't really sure if it's your mind playing tricks on you or if you can actually hear moaning and, like, voices on the wind moving between the corpses, strung high on the trees that now slowly begin to crest behind you. Uh, two, three, four at a time, all dismembered, beaten, broken, and riddled with arrows. This barbarism is only told in history books and horror stories. You've never seen something like this yourself. And not in any violent interactions you've had to have with other people. It's never gotten that bad. So as you both move along the trail, you are slowly but surely getting closer to Krinhuma. Roughly about another 40 minutes, give or take, consistently walking starting to feel the burning in your legs, your joints are starting to ache, like carrying your your gear. For At least you've got fresh uniforms, so you're not really getting accosted by the cold air and stuff, but you're definitely starting to push the limits of what your bodies can take after being awake for so long. Uh, the moon's casting its white glow over everything it touches, but making the shadows seem alive and moving with every step that you take. The chirping of crickets and the sway of the light breeze is only the real sound you hear. So with that, what's what's going through your two heads right now? After seeing the barbarity of what's happening in person and going, we still need to go back there, we still need to fix this. What's, give, us, give us a bit of flavour on what's happening right now. Um, I think Peter thinks or he feels that, like... Although there's this great sense inside of him to do good, um, like being like a holy man, being a paladin, like, you know, just being that, the good guy, you know, that's like, that's the paladin. Yeah. Um, he, he just feels like they're a bit over their heads still. So even though it's a, it was a great idea to go back and try and fix this, uh, you know, a walk in the pitch black night, surrounded by dead bodies and scary noises uh, will definitely put put some doubt in a person's mind. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, it's Xena. Xena has probably spent a majority of the walk probably... She's mortified. It's it's probably the worst. It, it is the worst thing she's ever seen, not just in her entire time of the embrace, but her entire life. Like, she's never seen death like that before so she is in a state of deep regret um she's probably like hugging herself a bit trailing a bit behind peter as they walk and she'll probably have been sobbing the entire time um not she would not be dealing with this well at all she was so confident when they were there that you know like 
this to sort of like say that you've lynched these bandits is just like it's a barbaric thing to say but now she's seeing the full scale mm. of the of what's like the reality of what he's actually said and she actually kind of feels silly for saying that even just mentioning that would be barbaric now she's actually seeing it in full scale in real life and she feels a bit in over her head and a bit foolish in this moment mm. okay so time marches on ever forward slowly but surely you are getting much closer to Krenhumer but you can't deny <coughs> pardon me you cannot deny that I think you'd both be feeling this you're kind of pushing your bodies to the limit at this point like you mm. need to at some point sit down and take a rest but you actually make perception checks if you guys if you guys want to make a perception check or if you want a nature check just to see roughly if you can get an idea of how quickly you can get to the city 19 horrible total. at both <laughs> 19 one Xena one <laughs> Xena getting a gauging a good distance is like you could probably risk taking an hour for a short rest just to let you guys rest up and still make it at like a decent hour of the morning or you guys can just push on and try to find rest inside if you like you've got you, you've basically got yourself a good idea of what two options you have but I'll leave that with you guys to decide what you want to do I don't want to walk. My legs really hurt, but I don't want to stay out here either. I'm tired. I don't want to walk anymore. <laughs> Can we stop a little bit? Just a little bit. Out here where all the dead bodies are? I mean, the, the well, the bodies are dead. That's the good part, right? There's, that means there's no alive bodies to hurt us. Peter! <laughs> I mean... Look, I don't... Look, I'm scared as well, okay? But... I, I don't know, okay? I don't... I don't know. Flip a coin? Why, even in moments like this, are you still so simple? It, it'll be quick, right? We'll just... We'll stop for a quick moment, and then we'll keep going, right? It's not gonna be long. Great idea. You're the boss. It's on you if anything bad happens. I'm gonna drop my my. I believe I have no. I have a, a light hammer. I drop my my small hammer and my my bigger hammer um, down by and a bigger hammer by a tree. <laughs> yeah, definitely um, by a tree. And I would say with with your slump. perception, yeah, with your perception check, Xena, you can find a good ample spot that's off the path. I'll, like, I'll give you that much. You can find... Because there's lots of trees, like, ever... It's it's a beautiful forest, ergo, the you know, without the bodies hanging from the ropes. But you can definitely find one that's off the path where you can be away and still have a good idea of where you are if you guys want to take a quick rest while Probably you're... Probably put it down to a paranoia and finding a good spot. <laughs> hey, some would call it vigilance. You know what I mean? But, yes, you guys can definitely do that. So, you, you, you step adjacent to the road and do a couple of little winds... Um, so you, you're good and out of the way. Like there's a couple of, like the trees are definitely big. So you've got a good bit where you can, you find one like heavy set, like oak tree that's off the path. It's about maybe 
10 feet away, 15 feet away from the main road and you can sit behind it and get a nice little indenture in some of the roots where you guys are basically, you know, sort of covered. Like what they do in the, in the Lord of the Rings, the first one, where the guy, where the hobbits sit under the tree, how the tree roots are so big you can cover them, like that. So you've got a nice little thing, you can lay your pack down, you guys lay your tools down and you find it doesn't feel safe, but it's good for what you need at this exact moment. So you guys can mark a short rest if you like. I think that really only affects Xena yeah, as far as getting spells back or anything like that. I've actually used none of my high-level spells. I've been using cantrips this whole time. Well, that's good. So thematic-wise, thematics-wise, you guys are just mm. able to take... You take an hour, and as you, you sort of sit... Do you guys... Like, what would you... Would you guys be doing anything during this hour? Like, does anyone have any weird rituals that they do or nothing of the sort? Just, just trying to nap. Really, just honestly, as soon as I slump down and like my head hits that like the the soft bark, mm, <laughs> the rap sack that you roll like for a pillow, no, just bark. Just, <laughs> everything just kind of, just for a moment, just kind of disappears, and I'm just I'm somewhere else, you know. I just forget about this fr- freaking shit show we're in, and I'm just like, <sighs> this is an absolute fuck fest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but I've forgotten all about it just for a moment, just. Ah, Xena would probably be a bit reluctant at first, still some like paranoid looking around, but then she would eventually, after seeing Peter will himself to to rest, she'd probably sit a little bit further around the tree, but enough that she can keep an eye on him with the intent of staying awake and keeping an eye on him. And then as soon as she puts her head back, it's... Okay. So sleep finds you guys quite quickly when like you're very tired and a lot of people sell short how exhausted your body can get after mentally being exhausted mm. and mentally being strained all those sort of things so maybe you guys slip into our consciousness and I think it would be you guys would be accosted by, I feel like for both of you guys, and please, please feel free to interject and give me flavor if you guys disagree, but I think your your minds would run rampant with, you know, the, the brashness and the naivety of a young king ruling a kingdom that was simply not ready. The face, the smug face of this older advisor intruding on your minds and pulling your thoughts out so that he could have an upper hand instead of speaking to you like people. He basically saw you for what some people would say what you are, which is teenagers, young adults, mm-hmm. children. The pictures of, you know, the, the bodies strewn up in the trees and how they're not people anymore. You you have to come to that realization that once they are up there, they would, they no longer had identities. They didn't mean anything. They were no one's son. They were no one's husband. They were no one's father, no one's brother. Human haggy sex. They're human haggy sex. They cast aside simply because they had no use. Can you turn your laptop a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh, no, turn you... it that way. Just like it's okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for that. Um, no spoilers. What's everyone's passive perception, please? Uh, 14. Uh, 
Your passive perception is nine. You a dummy? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not a very smart. So, Zena. <laughs> what I lack in my brains, I make up for in bronze. That's a bronze. <laughs> yeah, the That's one, a one, the one after gold and silver. <laughs> <laughs> well done. So, Zena, you are actually the one who gets aroused the most out of sleep in the in the inky blackness that is unconsciousness but you're on like the semi state of being awake where you're only unconscious enough that you can rest but you're still you know like when you wake up for your phone alarm in the morning you're like I've got five more minutes and you're, you're unconscious but you're yeah. not unconscious you hear a off in the corner and instantly you know you being so alert for what you're trying to keep an eye out for everything you snap awake and you're looking around you're trying to get an idea of what's going on and the moonlight the moon has shifted a little bit so the car the moonlight cast is now not like overhead it's like sort of angled so the shadows become long and moving along the grass with the wind and all that sort of stuff and as you prop up reach for the crossbow and cocky crossbow and you're having a look around just behind another tree and a small bit of shrubbery that has grown adjacent to it, like off it, off the roots. It comes out a little bit longer. And a little bit longer. And then as it moves, two hyper-reflective eyes look back at you and slowly start inching towards you. And then not far behind it, on the right-hand side in front of you, you see another set. And they're coming in closer and as they slept slowly closer he's like alright well stuck <laughs> well, I'm just going to quickly check the check because I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that these are walls of some kind I was going to say because they both rolled stealth checks and unfortunately they weren't being sued too stealthy and that one hit your passive which in my opinion would arouse someone from sleep if you're semi on the level of trying to keep mm. awake and as they get closer and the moonlight casts out of the shadow you see where the fur on the jowls is stained with blood and they've got bloody claws and like salivating drip like coming off their mouth safe to assume they've probably been feasting on one of the bodies or amalgamation of thereof because there is meat peppered all through this forest. So it seems to just drawn their attention. So there is one directly in front of you, about, I'd say about 10 feet, and there's one to the right of you, about 20 feet, and they've sort of just free roamed and just happened upon your little impromptu campsite. What would you like to do? Uh, she'll raise a crossbow, aim at the one that's coming straight towards her. Yep. And she'll just go... Peter, wake up! And then she'll shoot the crossbow immediately. Roll an attack roll. <laughs> and Peter, at this point, you're like, and you'll pull back to consciousness. Okay. And you're like, <laughs> does a 14 hit? Uh, believe it or not, it does. Yes. Yes, it does. Uh, seven piercing damage. Seven piercing damage. Okay, let me... So this, um, you believe, I believe we said you were using a large crossbow. 
Or do you have a medium crossbow? What one is it? Um, I've got... The one I've got is a light crossbow. Light crossbow. Yeah. So you watch as this crossbow, this crossbow bolt leaves uh, the groove of the bolt. <laughs> Whistles. And you just get this good meaty shot right in the neck between the shoulder because it was facing right out. It was like... <laughs> and it winces out. And not looking happy, but you severely hurt it right off the bat. And this one... And it gets mad. The other one starts growling as well. <laughs> they're barking like they're ready to go um peter you have awoken to xena letting off this bolt mm-hmm. hitting this wolf with a good hit and then from where you are you clock that there is another one that's perfectly healthy i'll have you guys roll your initiative the fuck that's so shit yeah um what'd you get three. Oh, yours is worse than that mine's five <laughs> i mean that's how numbers work so yeah what's your dex um, my dex is 15. Whoa. We, we have to roll for it. The wolves, the wolves are also 15, so I there's not much I can hide, so. How's your dex so high? Oh, I only rolled a 4. Okay. <laughs> um, be so. Why do you have 16 dex? 15. Oh, why do you have 15 dex? <laughs> so I thought first. you were a witch. <laughs> I thought you were a witch. So, uh, the wolves, after that excellent, beautiful stare down and that shot, they are both going to go first. So, the one that you shot is going to just make an attempt to run up. It's going to close that distance. They have 40 feet of movement, so it's not a big deal for them. Uh, it's going to run up and just attempt to just bite you on the leg and just make a latch for your leg. And that's going to be I imagine, 12. Like, <laughs> that doesn't hit. Oh, you are lucky. So... You watch as it makes an attempt to close that distance with an unrelenting speed, but it just can't with the bolt sticking out of that joint. And it just runs and actually goes to... It takes a dive. You know when dogs do that crazy dive slide to eat something? And it does, but it just makes it worse. It's like, and it goes to eat, and it just narrowly misses your foot. You get your foot out of the way. <laughs> and, yeah, you are very lucky. It quickly tries to adjust itself back up, but now it's, like, up in your business. And... This other one is going to go for Peter. Let's use my Raspberry Ripple dice. Absolutely not. That's not going to hit. I know for a fact. So the other one meets you and just does the typical, like, pause out, jump, dive, try to nip you, like, around the face, the neck region. And you just get the big hammer up and, like, catch it in the jowls. It's like... And going, but it doesn't work. And it steps back, tries to reevaluate where it's at. And next is actually going to be Xena. Alright. I'm going to then cast. Um, wait, I think it's a. Is it a cone No. Oh, yeah, I'm going to cast Frostbite um, oh. on the one that has the bolt sticking out of its. The one right in your business, yep. yep. Um, it is a con save, and the save DC is 13. Natural 18 on the dice. Yeah, nice. So that's, um, I think, I think nothing happens to it if it makes a save. Sometimes the save or suck spells are really crazy to Mm. try and get the exact spell. I mean, that's the only ones I go for, because it's like, they're like the stronger ones. Like the stronger ones are like, you know, 1d12 or nothing. Yeah. But then there's one that's like 
one d four or like and oh, always. I got I got a one in twenty chance to hit. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. So g- give us give us some. What happens when you try to launch this out? Like how would, how is that spell going to look to the people listening when Xena raises her hand to shoot out this spell? Wait, just super quick. The the wording on this spell is super weird. So that's yeah. why I say it says it says. You cause nimbling frost to form on one creature that you can see within range. The target must okay. make a con saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 1d6 cold damage and it has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll. But it doesn't say how much it is. If, if it doesn't if it doesn't say half as much on the next on on a success, that means that it just doesn't work. Yeah. It would actually be in the language of the spell. Yeah. I know it sucks. I think there should always be a, a backup to it, but that's just me. But but yes. Yeah, so describe how this spell shoots out. Um. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it would shoot out. Or rather, how would you conjure it? Um. She'd go to um let go of her crossbow with one hand and hold her hand out in hopes of doing it and then I'd just probably palm it off to maybe one on the other wall steps forward a twig snaps and she loses her concentration and just loses the concentration of the spell for a moment. The heat of battle yeah. distracting you a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, so as you drop that as you drop the uh, the crossbow down and hold out your one hand trying to like conjure up this um like the moisture in the air to try and bring this ice together. You just hear the commotion between um, Peter and the wolf that he has to fight, and you just and you just lose it for that split second. Unfortunately, yeah. you just lose grasp of grasping yeah. the ice in the air that you're trying to form, and it just doesn't work. Unfortunately, it does not find purchase. But with that, it will be Peter's turn. Excellent. Um, obviously, seeing like Xena getting lunged at as well, it's like I feel like we're both so like uh, focused on the other one being in danger um so i'm gonna be like you know xena watch out and i'm gonna cast toll the dead on the wolf that's attacking her oh bro so it's a wisdom saving thing so just before i roll this describe how that comes across like peter using a spell like that that's so cool it's big burly like eddie hall big rip weightlifter dude going no shooting his spell i got the um I got like the wolf like in front of me, kind of holding it back with my 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 warhammer. I push it off and I get my my hand hammer, and I I get it and I smash the two hammers oh, together. So cool! And the, like the echo from yeah. that is the spell. I feel like there's this. So Zeni, you narrowly catch it as Peter shoves this wolf off, grabs up his little his small like throwing hammer, and what would normally be like a heavy clink ends up being this. And like you watch it like pull through the air. Uh, this woman needs to make a wisdom save, I believe you said. Yes. That's a natural seven. Oh, excellent. He takes, um, I believe it's 1d12. Oh he's my. Because he's taken damage. Yes. Um, but, 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 but. Yeah, so you watch like this. You can see the sound waves like congregate and become a thing as. And I like. And you just watch this wolf in front of you with the ball just gets hit with this concussive force. That is six. Six. So, I believe. So, you you hit it for seven with your crossbow and then you hit it for six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sweet. So, as this wolf gets smashed with this concussive force, you hear this really bad thud and crack as the 
what it would be its left hand side gets crushed by the weight it can't reinforce itself because the one the leg that you shot just doesn't have the ability to hold the weight and you watch it just go it just gets throttled along the ground and just torn and you hear at first you think it's twigs and like branches from the tree snapping but then you realize that the wolf's body has contorted and twisted halfway through the fall and the roll and it's gone it's dead anything else you would like to do peter um no i'll just tell her to to to, you know just keep on your guard and just watch out and just don't make silly mistakes and then just face that 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 second wolf (laughs) all righty so that is going to go back to the top of the initial and that is going to be the wolf so the wolf is going to you hear it lets out a bit of a whimper as it realizes that the one that it was with has fallen and been felled and there's that split second where it's like you actually watch it glance trying to make a determined decision about where to go and it's, like it's just going to lunge back at you again for the bite and it misses so it le- it leaps goes to snap at you again and you, you I'd say you catch it with the little hammer because you already had the little hammer out and like just jam it right down like in the mouth and the jowl and it's like and trying to bite you shove it off and with that it realises that there's probably not a chance it's going to be able to get you before you guys close in on it and it's actually going to turn use its full 40 feet of movement to run so you'll get an opportunity attack if you'd like let's go let's go I don't think I've ever made an opportunity attack on anything before. You just hit it with your weapon, right? Yeah, it's just a normal attack roll. Do I have to hit to hit? Yes. Roll it, yeah. That is... Ooh, six. Unfortunately, no. So, you swing with the big hammer. As you pull the little one away, you, like, use that momentum to swing with the big hammer. And it just, like... You know, they can get pretty low to the ground. It just skids out. I say, like, you sort of, like, just nip it on the fur a little bit, and it's like... It kicks its legs out, but... This, this bad boy's 40 feet off and it's ready to go. Uh, the dust settles. You guys are able to take stock of what's going on. You probably have a good idea that you've probably been asleep for about an hour and a bit, maybe an hour 15, maybe an hour 20, just close to an hour and a half, I would say, maybe that max. And using the moon as a an idea of what's going on. What do you do? Um... Peter, I know Peter just just sits back down, kind of defeated. Not defeated because he's taken a lot of damage and I'm tired. He's been through the ringer. It's like he just got to sleep and he just woke up. You know when you go to do something, when you're like when you're doing something all day, you're doing something, you're busy, you're busy, you're busy, and then you sit down and then it's like that meme where the mum's like, Brian, he's like, oh, coming, mum. <laughs> you know, like that's me. I'm sort of like. Like, I just did something. Like, I just got to sleep, and I had to freaking get up and do stuff again. I had to... Mm! <laughs> I just wanted to rest. Next time, we just keep walking. Agreed. Are you good? I'm good. Are you okay? Are you hurt? A little rattled, but fine. Are you hurt? I'm fine. Good. Let's get going. so with that you collect your stuff put it back into your packs 
Um, you're able to collect your bolt as well from the dead wolf because that never left, so that's still in there. Oh, she does that turning up her face. That fucking grosses her out. Oh, Something like that, yeah. Just you know, you, like, can, <laughs> you can just ask me to do it if you want. Really, just just really, I know how much that'll piss you off. When, when, he, like, when he says that too, she's actually had a couple of tugs at it and it's not come out the first <laughs> time. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> I can do it myself. And then she goes in with the second hand and then she goes to pull it out, but she like overcorrects as she goes back and she just falls on her bum holding the arrow above her head. Don't say anything. After collecting all your things, making sure you've got everything together, putting your packs back together, mm-hmm. dusting yourselves off, wiping your eyes, hoping to give you some sort of semblance of energy to keep going. You begin uh, trudging on again. So after that long final stretch, like that forty minutes, give or take, you're a good few meters from the city entrance. Maybe up, I'd say maybe like ninety, hundred feet. And as you walk closer, and the city gates begin to get closer, this huge, grandiose wall, like with a high. Uh, I forget what the, the word escapes me, um, but you know, like how they have the ridges so the arches can hide and all that sort of stuff. Um, ramparts, thank you. Ramparts is the word. And you see the, um, there's a small booth structure where there's a pair of guards standing attention, albeit slightly a little bit more relaxed. Um, the city limits obviously encompassed by that huge stone wall. And I lay up a tower defense and the regiment's a better view of the land. You see a couple of towers over the top. And the guards that are manning the uh, the booth with the giant wooden doors to enter and notice you and stand stiff at attention as you approach. What are they doing? <laughs> Why aren't they getting angry at us? Probably because we're maybe not meant to be here. Wait. We're still wearing our, our uniforms. They yeah. probably just don't know that we've left. Or that we were told to leave. Well, they've seen us now, so I guess we can't try and keep it under wraps. Can you do your talky thing? I'll see what I can do. So you guys close the gap. And, you know, they, you see them whisper to it. It's literally like a mirror thing where you two are, like, leaning and whispering to each other. And they're like, they whisper to each other. And you go get closer, like, oh, man, who's going to make the first move? And you guys get closer. And he's like, oh, who goes there? And, like, equally looking as confused as you. Mm. I am. Um, Peter walks up kind of like a, a half stride in front of Xena. Um, you know, puffs his chest out. <laughs> <laughs> Good morrow, gentlemen. <laughs> so quick. I am Peter, and this is Zena Morgana. We are from the Embrace. I believe two of our counterparts were actually here earlier today. Um, maybe yesterday. I'm not quite sure who they were, um, but we've been sent to reinforce them. So I was just wondering if we could pass on through. Thanks. You see, he looks and he goes. We heard that there were Embrace members here. We didn't realize they were going to send more. We didn't get any correspondence for. Reinforcements of any kind. Is well, it that you bad? see, you see, with a town so big and a town so important as yours, 
You know, sometimes two just isn't enough. Sometimes your king just needs to be entertained by, by three, four members of the embrace. You know, the more help we can get, the better. You know, it's really important that we get this deal closed. You know how jobs are on the line after all. So, you know, it's, it's, it is very important. You know, I'm surprised you haven't heard anything about it. So, you know, just to, to save a bit of time, you know, we'll get on our way. We'll, we'll just get our jobs done. We'll be out of here before you know it. He's, he looks and he's like, he's like, well, definitely been been crazy you know everything that's going on but sir we've been we've been given strict orders to keep the door shut maybe not two and two hours two and a bit hours ago the full city went on to lockdown no one could come in no one could come out do you understand how long we've been traveling xena is gonna pop one good berry in her gob are you making it known? Like, are you hiding it, or are you just going to try to sneak it? I'm like standing half behind Peter, and like while he's like doing a display, I'm just gonna like put because one like. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm not even gonna make you roll for it because they're not even gonna think anything twice about someone just popping a berry. So, mm. okay, so you pop one good berry. Yeah, Jesus! Not now, Zena. Um, I think so. is she okay? Good berry. Good berry. Oh my god! Please, she's definitely allowed to get us some help. She's already oh my, got. Oh my god! Like, a dark blue hive is coming underneath her like <laughs> eyes, and it's like spreading across her forehead. Oh, please, oh, please, 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 I have to go. Reaction. Oh, please let me through, please. Make them. Please just let me through. There isn't time. She's gonna die. She's my best friend. Please. She's like grabbing like Peter, throw. and she's like slowly like dropping to the ground. She's she's like, Dying. He's like, oh, oh my, oh my god! Let me throw! Oh my god! Up hey, over my yeah. shoulder. Let me throw! You see? I'm gonna make you roll for it. He grabs the other guy. He's like, you are over the door, goddammit! He's like, <laughs> and he's like, and like, like the big wooden door begins to open. And he's like, the the apothecary's just down the street, turn the left, and then take another right. They can help you. Just go, goddammit! You good sir? You, we won't forget you. Yeah, I pick Xena up and I, I start running. I take the first left into a um into like an alleyway where we won't be seen and I um put her down on the ground and I use five charges of my uh, lay on hands, which can cure any um, any condition? Any 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 disease or neutralize any poison or lasting effect on a creature? I think I think that'll count. You're weak. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you may I mean she's technically being uh, poisoned by a berry <laughs> in rapid succession of that beautiful display uh your skin you feel your your throat begin to depressurize your skin levels out and you can breathe again and your fever goes away and you <gasps> back. that was actually really quick thinking on your part i thought we weren't gonna use that trick anymore after last time when you almost died i panicked <laughs> And then I panicked some more after taking it. I realized it was a bad decision, but I panicked. Well, good job. That's actually, that's something I would do. I'm kind, I'm kind of proud. Good job, kid. And I, I smack her on the back. And then... <coughs> Thanks, bit of, Peter. Bit of spittle and the skin of the good bear comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so, upon setting foot within the city limits again, you notice that there is a drastic change in tone here. The lively streets are not beating with that rhythm that was here mere hours 
and days ago even from when you guys first what arrived. side of the town are we on you are in the main entrance which for consistency is basically just south of the castle the castle sits slightly adjacent to the middle towards the north side so think of it like a kind of like a hexagon Mm-hmm. and you've come through the front gates and the castle is just over where the center would be and then it just all around it is city mm. is city and buildings right, so you, you're basically you're one corner block away from the main door mm-hmm. but you guys know the layout sort of well like getting to the castle and what have you so you're all good and so is that most of the businesses seem shut and the vendors with their carts are not moving throughout the streets as they normally do the streets themselves are void of many of the citizens themselves, eerily so. However, there are more armed personnel seen moving throughout the normal, like more armed personnel than you two have ever seen amassed in this city and any other instances where you've gone. Uh, you've seen the town guard quite regularly. Some of these people are definitely not all town guards. Some must be soldiers from the military. They are patrolling, uh, looking through windows of buildings, peeking down some alleys of streets, and generally just keeping a watchful eye. And as one passes by your alleyway, so he takes a quick, like a quick look at you. You there. What are you doing? Um, like not not super threatening, but he's definitely taken notice and seen you and he's coming up to sort of ask what's going on. <laughs> Another bear goddamn. I am. So he's like slowly raising one to her lips in the background. So like, I'll a, fucking a do it. I'll do it again. Gun. Well, as as he walks over and gets closer, you realize that he's actually quite young. Like, he's not he's not a town guy. He's a soldier for sure. But he's young male. Looks to be like 18, 19, like slightly tanned skin, wearing the bronze armor with the circular shield and the spear and the helmet. He's like, oh, you can't, you, you can't be out. It's the city's locked down and then he takes notice of your badges and he goes oh sorry me lord me lady but under king's orders the city's been locked down everyone's been told to stay in their homes we've not been informed of that why have we not been informed of this this? is an outrage we came here on a diplomatic mission and now we're being kept out of the loop and by a soldier, these orders are given to us. He's, Some lowly nobody. He starts carrying. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> well, it'll be your, it'll be your job, but it'll be your head unless you keep walking, keep your head down, and keep our names out of your mouth. He's roll, roll insight. I'll get you guys to roll insight first. Oh, mine was shit. And I got a plus four. That's shit. I got a ten. Can I... Oh, it's a bit too... A bit too late for this one. Can I use my guidance cantrip <laughs> on her, which adds a d4 to a ability check of my choice? You know what? Sure. Excellent. Add a d4 to that. Oh, I got a four. So it's 14. He's super nervous. Like, this is a young kid. He's not, like... You would get the sense that he's not seen real combat. And he's, like... He's just as nervous as you are. But you're obviously putting up a big bravado. And he's just... Like, he know, Like, they know who you are. But he's not got a good idea of, like... Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Like, you know what I mean? He doesn't know. All right. 
see, seeing seeing that scene is going to get a, a little bit more confidence about like the bravado they're putting up. Uh oh. <laughs> well, we're going to speak to the king directly about this ourselves. Directly. So don't you worry about passing on any message. We will take care of this ourselves. So he he's like, oh, oh, yes, yes. Yes, Malay, I understood. But you must be... You must be careful. Some of the older soldiers follow orders much much better than I. The entire... No one can be moving throughout the city. It's we a- will deal with them when that happens. My lady, they're rounding up members of that rebellion. As they should. Dirty members of the dirty rebellion. Well, they didn't... You see, he's, like, really shrinking in on himself. Like, he's not feeling... He's like... I don't know. They rounded up... Speak freely, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> boy. 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 Uh, so, so, actually, when you say speak freely, he actually gets a little bit more relaxed. And like, well... I was late... Late last night, early this morning, they... They roused as many of the town's garden, as many of the troops as they could. They they handed out certain battalions and legions, certain documents, and we have to ram-raid houses and, and arrest these civilians. And they told us to put them all in one building towards the border of the East End and the city, this old, decrepit hall, two-level building of some sort. I think... There might be a a, tr- a trial of some sort or a, a something. I that's as bad as know as much as I know. Where is this building? Uh, I lost my accent. Sorry. <laughs> Where is this building? So he he kind of like looks out around the corner a little bit, like to give you to like keep cover for himself. He looks around. And he goes. The building is an abandoned like larger house on the border of the east and the west end it's going past a couple of streets towards the castle and then breaking off a little bit you it's part it's in a bit of a bigger square it's actually not that hard to miss and basically he gives you a, a general like you know straight here left here blah 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 to get you there but he looks at you with like a, an afraid look and he's like my lord, you, you must be careful, even though you are members of the Embrace, the guards and most of the soldiers will follow their orders much better than I. I quite happily respect where you come from, but others might not be so kind and generous. Sorry. It's easy to look at him, it falls away a little bit. I am... Um... <laughs> Peter kind of seen as like thresholds run out. <laughs> I know social that. interaction, not a quick. I know that she used her one social interaction for the day. <laughs> she like gives like Peter the eyes where it's all like I'm tapping out with the words. It's like the the eyebrows going well into the the boundary of the forehead. Like yeah, just like looking. I, sh- I straighten him up, and I say, oh. I say, thank you, thank you for that information. We. We do greatly appreciate it. We're sorry if we're if we're a bit rude and a bit uh, confrontational, which you know 
with all this going on, it's a very stressful time to be a diplomat from a different country, you know? You understand that surely, don't you? And he, he finally, he, he's, he's like, my lord, what you just put me through is much better than what I receive at the barracks. Let's be, let's be real. Now tell me, boy, do you have family around these parts? It's just me and my, my two older brothers, sir. Do your older brothers serve like you do? Well, one of them is a blacksmith. He's quite talented with mending metal, but the oldest, he he serves, yes. Hmm. Well, what I want you to do is I want you to get your get the blacksmith, brother, and I want you to go around. I want you to make sure these people are safe, okay? Not just from from bandits and ruffians like normal. I want you to make sure that they're safe from this town, okay? Make sure nothing bad happens to him. He straightens up. He's like, right away, my lord. And he just says, and he just, like, with purpose, like, moves. Mm. Like, feeling invigorated with a, with a sense of purpose. But, Excellent. I got bardic inspiration. <laughs> Bing. You know what? You guys can you guys can get inspiration for that because that was an excellent display of role play. <sighs> Bless. I actually forget that I can do that. <laughs> you can just do whatever you want. I'm God here. Can I get a pet dragon? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Maybe if you were a Drake Warden Ranger. But you guys have a general <laughs> idea of where they're taking the people. Town's heavily guarded. Do with that information what you will. I am not stealthy in the slightest. Do um, you see what I'm wearing? And I point to my... <laughs> my I, I don't know if I'm wearing, I'm wearing chain or plate. <laughs> I think we said... Uh, I'm wearing, wearing chain. I'm wearing chain. You're in chain. I'm looking at my, my, my jingly jangly chain mail. I'm like... <laughs> I am not stealthy. <laughs> when he like does a like jingly, jingly jangly... Xena comes back with her own like muffled like leather slapping of her books as she walks they like smack against her thighs yeah, from her straddle um should we just well it's on lockdown so I mean even if it gets later on in the day and it and it and it's business as usual will it be business as usual are they gonna stay on lockdown we need to find the resistance we're gonna need help moving through this city undetected but with as much help from them as we can. Well, are we going to be able to find them while still staying undetected? I think the best case of action will go to where, where they're trying to keep them all. All right. Well, I guess all we can do is try. Standing here doing nothing isn't going to really solve any problems we've got right now. Agreed. Well, that's a rare word we share amongst each other. Onwards! <laughs> I would like you both to make stealth checks, please. I'm not going to say with disadvantage due to, like, you know, like your Arthur. I believe mm. you actually have disadvantage, mm -hmm. Peter, because of your armor. Sure. I'll say for this instance, because you're both trying to help each other make these really quick side steps and move down, it's flat. So roll flat. I got a 17. Okay. Nine. Nine? You're not trying to force your hand, but you do have inspiration. You can re-roll that d20. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just untick my inspiration box that I just ticked. <laughs> I'm not going to risk it. I'm keeping my 17. Hey. 
Okay, so. I thought inspiration was used for you add a d6 to a roll. No, that's bardic inspiration. Ah. This is DM's inspiration. I just imagine like Xena's like got like several blocks down. She's like, you know what? I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at this. And then she turns around. Peter's not there. He's still like five blocks down with his like boots stuck in a grate. So we're going, oh, god damn it. But you just hear a... <laughs> I'm I'm trying to sneak, but then I, I don't realize that I'm wearing a big warhammer and it's it's grinding against the cobblestone. So I'm trying to sneak. And it's like <laughs> a perfect trail behind you. Zeta's like no 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 like don't come close to me. So as you guys move through, you've got a pretty good idea of how the patrols are working. Like they're sort of just crossing. It's what you get is it is not a routine, like, coverage. They're sort of just going, what's going on here? And they're sort of just, they're sort of picking and choosing as they go. So they're not timed and they are not tidy by any means, but you're sort of... More sporadic, kind of. Just... Yeah, sporadic. That's the word. I couldn't get the word out. They're kind of like, oh, well, I haven't gone down this way yet. I'll go this way. And I was like, you know what? I haven't been around that street for a while. I'll go back down there. And kind of, you kind of slip through. Zena, you've got a really good sense of like just being able to time it and meticulously grabbing it. Peter, you're struggling a little bit more. But as you guys gradually get closer, like you're probably about a block and a bit away from that building that the young soldier told you where to go. And as you guys are walking together, you get a, you start hearing like rabble rousing a little bit and you know, start turning the point and you realize that there is a big conglomerate, like a, like a group of guards, like, um, I had it down here, maybe about 30, 40 oh, wow. guards and more pouring in as they go. And you realize that that's the building where you got to go. And Zena, you're sort of like just peeking around the corner and like maybe it's like just the, the hue of your blue skin. Like you just settle into the stone a little bit better. And Peter, like you peek around and then you just get a like a hand on your shoulder. You spin and it's another guard, older gentleman, bit gruffy, stuff on stuff. Oh, sir, what are you what are you doing around here? Did you see where that little rascal went that was running around we've during been, lockdown. We've been looking for him. Have you seen him? Small, grubby child. Dirt on his face. Dirt on his eyes. No shoes. Make a deception check, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Either both of you make one, or one of you makes one with advantage, or the other one helps um, you. I have plus three on deception. Do you want to help me, do you want me to make it with advantage? You, you're doing a deception one? I, I'll, I'll, I can... You do it with an advantage. Okay, right. let me do it. My charisma shot. It's only 13. All right, my first one was... I got 10 and 18. Okay, so 18. Um, He's going to roll an insight, which is... Oh, nat 20. Mm. <laughs> Use the big dice. Use these big... <laughs> <laughs> the cursed blue dice. So he look And he begins looking around, and he, like, takes his out of He's like, Sir, I've seen, I've seen no children running around here. Like... Was was a little, little troublemaker? Were they like throwing rocks again? Ooh. Those little fuckers love to throw rocks from the top roofs. They were throwing all sorts of things, like rocks and <laughs> pebbles <laughs> and very miniature boulders that are almost the same size as rocks, but like very large grains of sand. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he looks at you, he's like he, he starts showing. He's like, 
goddamn kids these days. <laughs> Parents just need to give them a good old fucking whoop ass. Uh, and she like <laughs> nothing we like more than beating a kid. Like, Any like a recipe of please beating some eggs. <laughs> Can't crack any skulls without breaking some eggs. Well, we always say at the embrace. Yeah. I just look over and just see just standing behind the god like. And he's like, man, they really did a number on you guys over there, huh? Well, I'm rascals aside, you guys can't be probably not be too close to here. I mean, there's some there's some shit going on around that corner. Why? Why are there so many guards over there? Did you not hear? Were you not alerted? They rounded up like 67 people that apparently had ties or were found to be tied to the hands of toil. They're getting tried and for lack of a better term, they're probably going to get punished like today. We'd oh. love to see some punishment. We love to see justice happen. Justice. That's what the embrace is about. Embrace justice. He moves his spear into the back, back latch, and like, like has his shield. And he's like, "Oh, please, please let let me escort you. Let me, let me escort you over. It'll be great. We don't we don't get this very often around here." Justice. <laughs> justice. Justice. <laughs> I am vengeance. God damn it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So as he moves you guys around the corner, you get a really good view of what's happening. About 30, 40 guards and more coming. Probably about 50, 55 by this point. And it's rabble-rousing. Like, instead of being, like, at attention, they're, like, you see some laughing and all. Actually, make perception checks while you're moving through. You're trying to listen out. Um, but as you guys are moving through the crowd, some of them are, like, like hitting each other. Not like, 20. Not 20. I got Je- dirty 20. Jesus, well played. So as you move through the crowd... Uh, sort of like smiling, you know, like waving a bit. They're like, "Oh wow, the the, oh, the the embrace is here! Like these these guys are still here." And some of them are talking about. They're like, "Oh, I wonder if they're gonna take part in the punishment." And then you see like some of them are like hitting each other and laughing and taking bets. They're like, "You're like, you're anyone's gonna try and break out? Like, I don't know, man. I think I'm, I might. I'll put you two two silver. Yeah, make it five. And they're betting. And you guys thinking it, and you realize it's like. These are not guards and soldiers that are taking attention. They're here to watch a show. Mm-hmm. That's what you get with a nat 20. Hearing all of that commotion, Xena's going to turn to the guard that's walking them through and she's going to turn her face up and be like, do you have something else we can wear? We're kind of here for our own personal indulgence and we don't really want the people talking about the embrace watching you know a bunch of punishments like we're here because we want to be here i'm gonna let you know right now that he rolled an inside check and he got a natural 20. Ah, fuck. <laughs> so he's looking in he believes you he's like but he's you, you watch the cog start going and he's like well if you're not here on business why are you here I, I thought I cover up Zena's mouth and I say we are here on business but we're having a bit of pleasure on the side look mm. what she means is that the embrace look secret down down hush hush the embrace fronts as a kind of place that wants to bring peace but we're made up of a bunch of miscreants just like you guys we want to watch some heads being cracked. Mm-hmm. Some 
eyes being gouged, mm-hmm. some heads being lost. Mm-hmm. Roll. Now he rolling that twenty on an inside check. With that exchange, I will allow you to make. And what's fair in this? No, roll persuasion. No, roll. No, roll persuasion with disadvantage. So take the lower one. Okay. Oh, this is tense. Eight. So he stands back a little bit, looking to you while Peter's still got his mouth over your mouth. He goes, No, we don't have cloaks for you. They're built for us. I think it'll be just fine. Oh, look. Here comes a carriage now. And he begins to turn and walk away. And as you guys look to where he points, you you see his carriage coming. And then you, you like it starts getting raucous. Everyone's like, ah, woo, ah, they're like clapping and like banging their spears on the floor and stuff. And you see this smaller carriage arrive, and the coachman on there is actually yelling. He's like, "Get out of the fucking way! Come on, move, move!" And eventually, the, like the guards are just so excited, they're getting caught up and they they jump out of the way. And uh, from where you guys are, as the carriage stops, the door swings open, and slowly and gracefully down the stairs of the carriage comes Alec the advisor you don't see King Alfred anywhere and he steps out and he's clutching a scroll in his hands and as he moves through the crowd of guards they all move to give him space to pass through god damn you motherfucker I can't remember anything and he takes his steps and with a f- within a few moments he's roughly 10-15 away from the door like sort of standing in front to like and he turns and you, you can get you can address everyone but he doesn't want to be like right there near the door all these people are in there and he he looks and he unravels the scroll <clears throat> all individuals contained within this seized property have been arrested or were for being or were given up as members of the mutinous group known as the hands that toil the crown has entertained your childish games for long enough you have spread lies and slander towards the crown who has done nothing but keep you safe for seeking to disrupt the peace and at risk of attempting to usurp the throne. Your penalty, as you, as you watch the scroll go up in flame, is death. He turns, shoots a thing of fire out of his finger, and you watch as it hits the base of the door of this old building and sparks and starts burning instantly, profusely. You would have a good uh, thought that it seems that they may be doused in something, but you watch as it goes up and without even missing a beat, he turns and just starts walking back towards the carriage. Soldiers start screaming, yeah, yeah, fucking kill him, burn him, burn him. And like they're getting into it. And you watch as the house begins to ignite from this magical flame and begins spreading. And halfway through the crowd, going back towards the carriage, he turns and still at full volume from his voice, kill all who attempt to flee. And continues walking towards the carriage. Immediately after that happens, <clears throat> um, you you said it's um, like are all of them wearing cloaks or just like it's kind of mismatched? Some of them are wearing cloaks. Oh, there's are. there's some towns guard and there's some soldiers. They all have like the tabards, but the towns guard have like you know their little studded ones, and the guards, the royal guard, have like their plate. So it's very different. But they all have some semblance of a cape or a cloak or a tabard over the top. Yes. Um, you motherfucker. <laughs> she's going to eye off 
two people that, like, two of the guards that are wearing cloaks that are closer. Oh, yeah, there's, there's yeah. like, 50 people here, man. You just point two right in front of you. And she'll kind of look between the two and look to Peter, and then she'll just whisper, drop your cloaks on the ground, and she'll summon command at second level so she could do it to more than one. Okay. What's What saves do they have to make? throw, and, the, and it's a DC of 13. Which one was it, sorry? Wisdom saving, DC 13. Okay, well... Stop telling him what the DC is, and then just tell him he failed it. One passes, one fails. So one instantly watches back go stiff, and without even turn to look at you, just starts unhinging the clips on the shoulder to drop the cloak. And the other one, you watch him like shake his head a little bit. He turns around, like, "What the fuck? Are you just trying to put a fucking spell on me?" And goes to reach for the spear on his back, and pulls up and cocks it at you. And he's like, "You better back the fuck up." It was me when I did it from like 30 feet away. Oh, wait, well, you, you, oh, you, 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 you didn't it, move you up. Right, okay, yeah. I take that back. Back she step just, a little bit. Sorry, she just whispers because you only need like a verbal component, but she doesn't want to say it out right. loud. Right, okay, so what happens I is. I should have nope. explained that story. Good, sorry. good save. Backtrack. The first one starts unclipping the cloak. The second one still trips, begins to look around. I would say, are you guys? Were you guys attempting to hide at this point, or were you? Because you were kind of just in the crowd with that other guy, right? Kind of just blending into the crowd. In the crowd. Okay. Yeah. He, you know what? I would say he. So he looks around, takes note of you, looks a bit suspicious. Is he just going? Picks nose verbally. Picks nose verbally. She's just mm. like making it out like she had a really hard time getting rid of this booger. And then he looks to his... He looks a lady. What a lady. <laughs> She's just like down the front of him. But he looks to the guy next to him and he's not done anything else except just unhinge his cloak and he's still just standing there. Like you can't even see his face. You assume he'd be blank. And he's just like looking in the front. But the other guy's looking around. He's like, he's like what the... You can't hear what he's saying but he's tapping the guy like giving him a shake and stuff. But yeah, and he's a little bit like he's clocked you, but he's still trying to figure out what's happened with his boy. And he looks over and he looks at you, and you guys can't really blend in because of your uniforms. It looks over and he begins to approach you, like looking back at his friend, he begins to approach you. And Alec is at this point beginning to get up to the cart, and amongst all of that, the rabble rousing, the cheering in the back you start hearing the screams and the panicked cries that the people in the building are not doing too fucking good. Um, as he starts walking over, Zena's going to be like, you take the one cloak that's on the ground when the opportunity strikes, but we're going to have to move fast. All right, so like, pincer manoeuvre, like, I go, we go around, like, split some guards, and... Yeah, I'm, I'm reckoning that, like... I like, I know it's gonna sound like dumb as fuck, but I like kind of have it in my mind that they have like these really dumb formation codes that they use like, mm -hmm. formation, lettuce leaf, and it's just like a really dumb Formation, code. zeta, gamma, alpha, <laughs> break, break. <laughs> and then they just like do something like- really Blue dumb. water too, blue um, water too. But um, after she says that, she'll just start directly walking towards the person, like the guard who's noticed her. Yes. Just like in a casual manner. Yeah. in hopes that he's kind of like 
clocked Xena a bit more than what he's done Peter, and Peter can kind of just manoeuvre however he thinks is going to work to get around to that cloak, if he so chooses. Right. And do you so choose? I do. I do. With that, because you go to meet him in the middle, he beelines straight for you. And eventually, within a couple of seconds, it's he's on you, and he says to you, Sorry, I, I noticed something weird happened. Like, I was. Felt like there was just something going on in my head, and I couldn't help Did but you notice. Feel like the, someone was like. Are you trying to get in there? Well, I don't deal with a lot of magic people, but it felt like someone was, like, really grabbing at my. at my thoughts there. Somebody's here. I'm trying to move our minds. Peter goes and picks up the cloak <laughs> and exchanges it for his embrace one, which he. Drops on the ground. Sorry, keep going. So you're like peeling off like <clears throat> the caped bit of your mm-hmm. one and then putting the... Mm-hmm. So it's like this like dirtier brown sort of cloak. Like this mm. one's a little bit more ragged like town guard style. But eventually it, it's just big enough that it covers you. So you look a little bit taller than most of the other guys. But Once once he does that, Zena's just going to like pull out a book. Once he starts, he's just going to scribble down and speak out loud. Oh, for the king. I suspect that one of the guards is a usurper. One's approached me about it now. His confidence. I don't know, he's playing it off really well, but I think it might be him. What 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 do you what do you mean? Like You're talking about stuff in your mind. Nah. The king's gonna hear about this. And then she What no? And he like you guys he's like, no, don't you go anywhere. Like You you dare. Raise a weapon to the king's, to the king's aid. You, Lord Elric, is the king's aid. You guys came from across the border. And who? Why do you think we're here? We're here to advise the king. You can have more than one advice. This is why you're on the streets with your barbaric weapons, and where over there? There, pushed in the kingdom. <laughs> Advising the king. Peter I walks- suggest you stay out of my way. Peter walks in, noticing that Zena's obviously in some kind of kerfuffle. A, <laughs> A qualm, you say. Um, doing some quick thinking. Um, 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 I, I walk in between the two of them. I say, Excuse me, Miss Advisor Lady. We've best get going back to the castle. <laughs> Ain't no much advising we can do. You're probably not capable of magic anyways. And then she slams her book shut and puts it back in. Oh, I will find them soon. And then she just like <laughs> takes Peter's arm and walks off with him. Oh, she's angry. <laughs> Roll deception with advantage, one of you. Yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> this is a wild ride. Alright, one is a. Four. I like how this is all canonically happening while people are screaming in the uh, background, is, one, dying. We've got four and nineteen, so thank fuck. Okay, so with a nineteen, he's like, just puts his spear away. He's like, magic hard. <laughs> like you know, he walks off. But you guys are. Semi in the clear. You still got fifty guards and towns like towns guard and the royal guard, the royal soldiers there. 
This building is ablaze by this point. Uh, Alex coach has, he is in the coach. It is not left yet, but it seems like the coach driver is trying to make an attempt to clear a path to do a loop to go back. And you hear him shouting, he's like, I can't move if all you fucking people are in the way. And he like just starts using the horses to like just knock dudes and like get them to shove. But like they're all just so barbarically like they invested. to monkey. Yeah. Re revert to <laughs> AKA return to monkey. monkey. And they, yeah, violence, you know, they, a lot of these guys probably haven't seen something like this in their entire tenure in the military and maybe not like just even in fights they've never seen this about anything this barbaric but they love it they love it and they're enjoying it yeah so you guys stand basically between you and that building and between you and Alex's coach there is 50 55 nearly 60 guards so it's us some guards Alex coach some guards the building thing like this it's like a, it's like a v formation it's like through this entire huge group of guards alex coach is somewhere tucked inside the group of guards because they're screaming to get people to move and they're basically leaving now and the building is still burning people are screaming and then like as you're taking in the environment it's like the and the roof starts falling like it's beginning to fall to pieces um as we are sort of maneuvering through the crowd um xena is going to start walking with a bit more purpose and a bit more hustle she's still convinced that there step. might be something they can do she undoes the belt of her embrace like coat that she wears and she just lets it drop to the ground stops on it a few times so it gets dirtied up so it's not as blue and like standing out and clean yeah yeah and um so underneath it would just be like a white blouse with the with the red corset and the yep. metal neck piece so it wouldn't be too... There'd be no embellishments to show that... Um, right. Part ...that she is of the embrace. Are um, we going in there? And I... We have to do something. What do we do? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um... Wait, you want in? Yeah, I want Do in. you want in the building? I want in the building. Do you trust me? Do, quick, Xena, do you trust me? I trust you! Okay, I... I grab Xena... And I, I hoist her over my shoulder and I yell out to the crowd of guards around me. Hey, this bitch thinks she could get away without being burned to a crisp. Make way, I'm chucking her in myself. No survivors. And I start plowing my way with Zeno <sighs> on my shoulder through the crowd, barging over these guys. Like you said, I'm a lot taller than these fellas. These guys instantly, there is that split second where they're like, Oh, what the f And then, like, as you clear the group, they're like, yeah, fucking kill her. Kill that bitch. <laughs> and, they're, and they're, like, they're getting into it. And they're, mm -hmm. like, eventually, like, in that last, like, 20 feet before you break to the edge where the building is, mm -hmm. they just clear a line for you. Excellent. That was just so good. <laughs> Xena is, like, yelling and screaming over his shoulder. But out of genuine fear now, she's like, wait, wait, no, 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 no! <laughs> Keep going anyway. He knows this is pretend, right? <laughs> Peter wouldn't know it's pretend. Um, so we, we get to the front of the uh, the Bernie building. You know, the heat's obviously blasting us in the eyes. Yeah, like blowing, like fire and black smoke piling out the hole in the roof. Like when the you windows open a, have shattered out. Like when you like, open a dishwasher. 
Oh, yes, I hate that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's bad. And I hoist drop one more time. I go, hey! You know, to the to the cheering of the crowd. And I I boot down the door and um and charge in into the blaze with her. You know, hopefully the the fire ob- obscuring our view as we we kind of like kind of run into oh, the building. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, mm. I, I've, I've, but I'll roll I'll roll five d twenties and just see if anyone really catches on to what's going on. Like, <laughs> so like out of five d twenties, three of them rolled over fifteen. Sorry, I lied. One was fourteen, so two. So you see, as you go, and as you boot the door and kick the door in and you run into the flames and the whipping flames begin to obscure, I will say you take... seven points of fire damage mm-hmm. as you run through the blaze. Xena, that will also go to you because you guys are technically unprotected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the flame does obscure you and you hear the screaming like the crowd going, yeah. And some of them go, oh, like they didn't know what the fuck was going on mm-hmm. and they think that... There was a suicidal soldier that's just ran in there <laughs> and caused a fucking ruckus. I'll die here. Right? <laughs> you are inside. You don't have a really good idea of what this building was mm. prior to it getting lit on fire and prior to even seeing it before it was. It was just a large two-story building. Possibly could have been an inn. Possibly could have been like a barracks. Like, But you see when you're in there, um, flies fires whipping all around you from the outside coming into the center and there's a top level and but really other than that you don't really get a good idea because the fire's just everywhere and then once in and you settle from the adrenaline after browning through this flame and going down the fire you start hearing the shrieks the gasps of people like <gasps> like choking from like smoke inhalation uh you see like a body of a humanoid just burning but still moving attempting to crawl like it is just savagery there were 67 people crammed into this large building and there are groups of them just clustered together holding each other um you hear some shouting here and there but it's getting bad okay um um, now, is there, can we see from the front of the building to the back, or are there... It's, there's a lot of fire, man. Are there any, like, walls or any sort of... Yeah, you've got a, you've got a good understanding, you've got a good idea of roughly how far the walls are from running through the front door. So, like, on, from, when you've come in the front door and you're in that little pocket where there's, like, no fire yet, you would say that the whole building is probably about 50 feet wide. So about 25 feet either side of you is where the walls would be and about 60, maybe 65 feet in front of you is how long the building is. It's very, very long. But if, So that would give you a good idea of the outline, but you can't really see how the infrastructure is built or if the building is adjacent or has anything connected to it on the back or anything like that because the fire is just too much. Okay, I'm going to... Can I see anybody who's um I wanna look around for someone who's kind of doesn't look passed out or like, you know, like Roll Perception with disadvantage. Okay. We got Oh, this is wild. Oh, uh, fourteen and seven. My lower seven. With a fourteen, 
Uh, seven, disadvantage. Oh, seven, sorry, yep. With a seven, there is so much noise, mm. It you're really struggling to make out where anyone is audibly, mm. and the flames are so heavy by this point, you can't tell if what you see is a person moving, yeah. or if you, what you see is just the flame whipping the light and making mm. it look weird. But you guys are in the middle, it's getting hot in here. Okay, I am going to... Lay it on me. What do you got? Half of my spells. Okay. Mm. Let me just check the wording of this. Ah, the wording of spells. My favourite part of the night. Mm. Yeah. It's not... It's... it's. I mean, it's, a, it's an attack spell, but I'm going to try and... Use it as a utility? Yeah. Um, I'm going to use Ray of Frost... To right. sort of uh, extend a path, just from where they've come through on the front door, she's gonna um, cast Ray of Frost and try and extend um, sort of a path because because the range is sixty feet, um, which is about the length of the building. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if you'd allow her to flavor it that way instead of using it as an attack. I mean, obviously, like, if someone gets caught in its way, they may be affected. Um, but they're already burning and dying, so... Tell you what. We'll basically... We'll treat this. We'll treat this right now. Because you've given me a good idea of what you want to do. I don't really have a... I don't think I've figured out what exactly your plan is, so we'll handle like this. I'm going to treat it like an initiative order where you're going to cast an attack, tell me how far you want to run, how you want to do this, how you want to do that, and then we'll do it on a step-by-step basis Yeah, because this is a fucked situation to be in. So... So it's going to be us and then the fire? It's basically you versing the entirety of what's happening in this building. Yeah. So, how do you you cast Ray of Frost? What happens? Like, how do you do that? So, would we be doing it on a turn-by-turn basis or if we're doing it outside of combat... Is she allowed to cast one thing and then another thing immediately after that? I'll let you stack two. Sure, that's fun. All right, so um, Gust is only about half the length of range of it. It's only about 30 feet. But she's first going to cast Gust just to clear right. the fire to begin yep. with. And then she's going to follow through and she'll like do an underhand and slide the other hand through and shoot out. It'll be like... Froze on and be like, oh. I just want some water. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a drink. So, you watch as there's this winding, whipping motion, and the embers that float around you get caught in your hands. And from your left hand, you shoot as this huge beam of wind comes out, and you watch as fire does that that sick thing where it warps around like winds and gusts. And there's this like this circular tunnel. Oh, just bump the mic. Circular tunnel down the hall like down towards the end of the uh, building and straight up afterwards you follow with the ray of frost and it basically follows where there was that perfect track where you've cast it and and you watch as it freezes and hits the floor and freezes you've got a path it's a 60 foot line you've got a path to the back and forward about because it's 60 foot so it's about 5 feet wide so it's basically just wide enough for one person to get through but it is not going to last, so you guys have to act quick. So whatever you are going to do, you have to do it quickly. 
Can, after clearing that path, I know there'd probably still be a lot of smoke, but is there a way after clearing a bit of that path to see the other end of the building? Sure, give me a perception check. I was the other side, with the gust, it definitely would have, like, pulled with a vacuum. And, like... Mm. <sighs> um... Please don't be shit. I got a 10. 10? Can I roll perception as well? Sure. Yeah, actually, yeah, you can. I'll say with a 10, you're not quite sure what's happening. Seven. <laughs> Seven? Bloody jump. The, the light flickering within the building with the flames and just... Yeah. It's making it super hard to see. You're not quite sure. You've got a good idea that that's probably where the end is going to be, but you can't see anything sort of fucking around there. I'm essentially looking for a back door, pretty much. Um, because I've got another spell under, under my, uh, just, oh, there we are. Okay. Nope. This is groovy. There. Oh, that's why they weren't coming up. Okay, everyone. I fixed my problem. I fixed my problem. The problem was I'm an idiot. Yeah, that was the problem. Um, and then I'm just going to um, call call out to anyone that can hear, though I, I imagine it wouldn't be very loud, um, as she's following down the path. Because Gus is a cantrip, she's just going to keep casting it and just shooting out the air yeah, and trying to sure. push the fire back. That's cool. Um, and she'll just be calling out, um, over here, like, follow us, and she'll just be, like, calling out to see if there's anyone that's still alive on this level um, to see if they'd, I guess, try and shamble their way over. So as you begin to power through, I'm assuming, Peter, you're probably, like, right behind her, right? Mm -hmm. You guys begin to power through, and it's just, it's awesome. Like, just these huge things of wind coming out. As you progressively move, like, you're calling out, but you're so fixated on getting to the back to find the back way out Yeah. that you're not really paying attention to who's behind you. But, Peter, as you're moving, and you've, I would say it's probably like, it's probably like a stacked motion where you've got your hand on Zena's shoulder and you're pushing behind her, mm-hmm. like, trying to cover yourself mm-hmm. from the fight. You actually do see some brave individuals that just and they just leap through the fire and like just grab a hold of your like just grab a hold of the the tattered cloak that you're wearing you like your shepherd (laughs) with with a hammer um you've got about what you can count there's probably a trail of about 19 people behind you out of the 67 but you guys happen upon the back wall realizing that the frost is not going to hold and it's beginning to slowly like really melt away because the flame is just so intense um Roll me investigation checks real quick. Um, not a super high DC, so just tell me what you get. Uh, 18. Easy. With 18, you scour the wall, keep shooting Gus, trying to figure out exactly where you're going, and you do find there is there is a door on the back. Probably wouldn't be a good idea to have a building without a back door. But it is con it is like covered and crushed with like debris. So I was going to you need some force to get that bad boy hey. out. Oh no, what my time to shine. <laughs> Go. Um, all right, what do you want? Just a strength? What do you want to do? Do you want to attempt to just like bowl the debris over? Do you want to strike it with a hammer? Like, what do you want to do? Uh, let's bring the hammer down. Bring the hammer down. Let's um, let's go with a good old like golf swing. Actually, more like a baseball bat swing, and just like 
and just try to bang out a good section of whatever debris. Sure, is there. just roll an attack roll. So d20, I believe, with a hammer, add your strength modifier. Um. And the win so it's um attack plus weapon to hit strength modifier. Uh, so it's nine. Do I hit a wall with nine? Unfortunately, as you swing it, you just it's just too hard to see it and you just fall short. Oopsie. Believe it or not, materials have ACs as well. Material girl. Material girl. Material Vanessa, girl. I'm a material girl. <laughs> Freddy. You're supposed to be on lockdown. Um, all right, let's go again. Um, but instead, this time, I'm going to chuck my hammer on the ground. I'm just going to charge at the door. <laughs> Waterboy style. Gosh darn it. That's 10 to hit. Can I give... Can I give him an advantage to hit by following him up with a catapult? A what? A what? So you pick anything within range that can that weighs like up to. I mean, I guess it depends how heavy the door is. Um, I think it's. But wouldn't you be catapulting Peter? Uh, no, you can Peter. choose something that's within a range to then catapult further in 90, 90, um, 90 feet. Oh. Um, so... Is like, that an attack spell or is that, like, just a spell that's, like... Uh, it's pretty much a utility, uh, because you can pick an object, because you can't do it on something that's being carried or worn. Um. Do you roll damage, or is it... So it's just a utility thing where it's, like, you basically just throw something, right? Yeah. Does it have a weight? Yeah, it does, actually, and it's not very... Oh, wait, I can... Increase. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm learning spells I've never fucking heard before. So if I cast it at a second level, I can because it's like the max is five pounds, but I can add another five pounds. So like, I mean, it'd go up to like five kilos. But <laughs> so, but roll. I can do damage. I can do damage. All right, roll your damage. It's bludgeoning damage. Yeah, roll damage. So it'd be a total of four d8. Oh Jesus! Wait, what if she catapults my hammer? My hammer only weighs two pounds. So what? Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nerf this. <laughs> so, okay. How are you just gonna place the hammer on the ground, or are you gonna give it a throwing swing? Yeah, like, throw it, and then I'll come through with yeah, the catapult. Yeah, like like hammer throw. I'm just gonna like do one quick loop around my head and just like throw <laughs> it. So. Because it's a utility spell, so you're just throwing the hammer. It's not an attack roll. Roll your roll the D eight damage, and you roll your hammer's damage. This is fucking ridiculous. I got it. Well, actually, if I'm casting it at a high, no, I'll only cast it at level one, so it's a total of eight. Eight bludgeoning eight, damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. Okay. Am I allowed to use divine smite on this? I believe you have to be holding the weapon. Um. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. When you hit with the melee attack. Okay, that's fine. Check that door. <laughs> How dare you? Okay. Uh, 12. 12 damage plus 8. You watch this golden hammer. Just straight. And you hear the... Breaks through the debris. Takes the door with it. You guys have got that narrow path. You got seconds. Um, I'll just yell out, go. And um, I'll shoot another gust of wind just so it clears right in front of the door for people to get the fuck out. But as people are going out... I'm just like underhand. I'm just gonna shoot a um, a fog cloud, so it sits right outside the building, so anyone that's watching can't see people exiting the building. Oh, you clever bastard! Okay, okay. So, 
and I am cast up casting it so it's a 40 foot sphere that just sits outside the building so it looks like a so you guys break out the door and as you cross the precipice going into the street on this back side door thing you watch as this huge 40 foot cloud of fog encompasses you and the 19 people that you were able to save and they're looking like they're all in the fog cloud they're struggling to see but they're like you know, whoever's holding on to you like they're looking to you like what do we do they'll kill us Cena's like standing in like the cloud of fog I can't see <laughs> we run and we just Cena's gonna hold on to everyone, Peter everyone just grab onto my cloak and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> um um we gotta, we gotta run. I, I, um, I want to turn. I want to grab somebody. You know, kind of shake him, shake him away, <laughs> shake him out of body, whatever he's in. <laughs> it's a crunch. It's like a because they're all crispy. <laughs> I want to say like, look, I don't care if you were resistance or not. Um, the hand that toiled, the hand that spoils. I don't care what you were. <laughs> We've got to go somewhere safe right now, where they're not gonna be able to find us. I need you to guide us somewhere safe right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. He's so mad. He dropped his accent. <laughs> <laughs> What's he? Uh, but this like young there's like this young guy is like um 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 warehouse warehouse dock go to the dock there's a warehouse there I can show you if I I mean if it's if it's my fog cloud can I just like and just like make a little path in it just like yeah sure I'll let you go and a little door opens up use that i mean it's your spell <laughs> you lead the way i'm not going first i grab this guy and i put him in front of us <laughs> lead the way ah, meat shield so with a haste i don't think either of you have ever felt before you press on with the 19 people you were able to save and you move through the streets now the fog cloud has a 40 foot range and in the day at some point the guards are going to be able to see you so i'm going to roll 2d20 one acting is the advantage one acting is normal and you're not stealthing but there's 40 there's like 50 60 guards there and one of them catches you we'll fucking it'll be on I'm gonna I'm gonna roll right here in front of the table. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's all fucking shit. Oh, I gotta get it. Where, where's my Where's my phone? Someone take a photo of that. Someone take a photo of that right now. I just rolled. I only got a shitty camera. I I I I rolled two eights the on the die. Terrible. Hang on, let me let me crank the light up on the LEDs. Hang on. How do you see? The, uh, the eight is also... Oh, oh here we go. There we go. That was incredible. The double eight. The double eight. I mean, spoilers, sorry, you guys haven't seen that yet. <laughs> Cody, what was it? <laughs> yeah, I, I said two eights. The suspense is killing me. You run. Your Xena, your heels just clacking on the cobblestone. You don't think you've ever sprinted this hard in your life. And... Peter, you feel that like that rushing adrenaline in your body. 
it's like I just ran into a burning building to save people I don't know mm. because I won't stand by for this act of barbarism. And you guys run and run and run. And eventually in time, you find yourselves back at the docks with the, the man-made cut ravine. Mm. Um, similar pathway where you walked when you guys went to the Blue Devil-S, the bar and brothel. <laughs> But you are led down a more adjacent welcome. street. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Two eggs. <laughs> so you move and eventually you are led by the young gentleman and the other 19 people, the other 18 people, sorry, to a warehouse where you guys all quickly pile in, pile in, pile in and shut the door. And there's that awkward moment where there's like that weird moment where everyone's like <sighs> everyone's panting because they literally just ran for their lives you guys have a look around and it's just this empty sort of like warehousing infrastructure there's some crates and stuff in there but like places where you can sit and the young gentleman looks to you <sighs> so what now and that's where we'll end our session <laughs> Man, again, I try and plan for everything. You cannot plan for anything with me and Sky at the wheel. That was really fun. That was really good. That was good. really fun. Far out. I think we might need to try and push this one a little bit harder because that's way too fun to like keep keep leaving. But yeah, that was um, that was really cool. That was really fun, guys. <laughs> just like you're just staring at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah you shouldn't put a mirror in front of me <laughs> god damn it i'm beautiful uh, but thank you so much guys for listening it was really fun to get back to this and um you know get those like back. thanks to you guys to be able to yeah follow that up i actually have a lot of fun doing this one where it's just like you know like just two people you have a little bit more to build the world instead of trying to build it around yeah. as a people explore it's really good fun um did anyone have anything they wanted to plug before we wrap up for this evening um, can you just plug the the usual ones? I don't know them as well as you do. Sure, I can. So we are going to shout out at underscore dive the beholder underscore on Instagram and dive the beholder on Inst- uh, on Facebook. Bree, thank you very much for Oops. our custom die. I was rolling all five of my bad boys tonight, just switching up a little bit, and some did good, some did oh, not I so good. I just got a nat twenty on Woo! the dice tower. God damn it! Look at that. It's poetic. It's fucking poetic. Uh, we're going to shout out uh, Michael Gelfi Music. We use all these sound effects for all the episodes. It's always really good. And it just thanks, brings, Mike. Just really, thanks, Mike. It just brings a good sense of depth. And it sounds good when you listen mm. back to it. And we're also going to shout out Reckless Creatures. Sky is actually wearing their Mimic tee right yeah, now. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's actually excellent. Um, and then, yeah, add a couple of new ones at Cloud Kill Clothing. Those guys have got some cool stuff. We were looking at their crew necks earlier, Marco. Mm, the the yes. Wizard School's crew necks are really cool. Very and cool. at uh, Seb Makes Stuff. So Seb.makes.stuff uh, on Instagram. He's an Aussie dude that builds like D&D terrain. He's been doing some Star Wars stuff recently, which is really cool. But he makes really cool terrain. It's relaxing to watch his stuff. But, yeah, because yeah. he's got he's got uh, YouTube, hasn't he? Yes, yeah, he does. Yeah, I've been vlogging a couple of his videos. They're pretty good. His Witch Light Carnival build was really cool. And he, he just talks so soft and I love it. Oh, uh, it's like ASMR. Yeah. But for D&D. But for D&D. <laughs> but yeah, that was really fun. Um, subscribe. <laughs> get your nails on that. Oh, let me just get that. Oh!
Um, subscribe to our Patreon yes, if you please. like what you hear. Uh, Jake C, still currently the one and only. That man's just ruthless endurance. We love you, Jake. Thank He's you very funding much. this Jake. entire expedition. This entire expedition to the unknown. If you subscribe, we'll give you uh, pictures of Marco's feet. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, definitely. Tonight I'm wearing Squirtle socks. <laughs> so you, can get a, you can get a personalized image of me and my different colored socks every week. I will personally take nail polish and paint your name on his toes. Spill For the it first out. ten we, people, we can't we can't promise or deny this. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, you get different. We got three tiers. Each one gives you access to a moderated Discord server where you can chat with us. We talk about. Um, things we like in D&D. We talk about um, like what happens in the episodes. You, if you're on high tiers, you can submit questions. And in certain aspects, if you're lucky enough, you can even drop into actual Discord calls mm. while we record our bonus episodes. And you also get access to bonus episodes early. And if you subscribe to other tiers, you get one extra episode as well. So if you wanted to hear part two of the Taldora Reborn um, subclasses episode that's on there the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica part 2 will also be up there hopefully by the end of the week got a little bit caught up editing that one but yeah there's like lots of cool stuff we're doing merchandise soon we're gonna get shirts yeah, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be oh, we're gonna be at the thing. con I believe yeah Marco, Sky and myself are going to Supernova just as guests we're not gonna have a booth up but we're gonna go um, jump in with Bree and have a chat there and just walk around you know if if you follow us and you go there say hi Oh, if not, we'll be handing out stuff about D&D. We'll be going to all the D&D stalls, talking mm. we don't shit buy about porn. clicking clicks. Yeah, the math rocks. We're all about that. like that. Oh, then we most certainly can. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be awesome. But for now, uh, stick tight for Backjack episode, uh, Backchat episode after this, mm. which will definitely go on the main feed. And we will mm. chat to you guys later. You have a good night. Ta-ta. Bye.